Welcome to the Trading Psychology and Mindset Podcast. My name is Ash Playstead. I'll be your host as always. Now, as you know, I'm a very active trader myself, as well as being a very curious student of human nature, essentially how our mind works. And understanding how our brain and mind work was the pivotal moment in my trading career that changed my trading life. And understanding this is fundamental to every trader breaking through to consistently profitable trading. And that's what we all want, right? Now, this podcast is all about answering that question and providing real, tangible, and actionable steps you can take to train the mind you bring to trading into the mind you need for trading success. Now, before we get started, be sure to head over to my website, mindsetfitmethod.com, where you can check out more helpful content, plus subscribe to my newsletter where I dive deeper into these advanced trading mindset strategies. Now, what you can learn from a big trading loss. Now, every trader, bar none, will go through this experience. Now, let's head over and start the episode. What you can learn from a big trading loss, right? As I said, every trader, bar none, will go through this pivotal, visceral experience. The extreme pain, both emotional and financial, of a big loss. Now, it happens, right? For whatever reason, you just took a big loss that shakes you to your foundation. One of those that feels like a real gut punch. Now, in the intense vulnerability of the moment, and you feel a deep pit of pain in your stomach and it sucks the air right out of you. Shock, disbelief, powerlessness, sadness, fear, anger and shame, lots of shame come whirling in waves as the reality of the loss sets in and it's devastating. Your dreams as a trader come crashing down in your mind's eye. Now if you've experienced this and a lot of people have or certainly will, and they don't really have the skill sets to be able to integrate and use that particular shock or that whack to their trading to become a better trader. What they do is they get traumatized and you feel that in the pit of your stomach. You feel everything exploding and going down and all of a sudden, simultaneously, anger shows up, desperation shows up, powerlessness shows up, shame shows up, all that stuff. And besides that, in the trauma of what happens is you actually have what is known as acute stress syndrome. Now, this is where you try to trade again. And what happens there is that there is a memory that triggers and suddenly you find yourself really freaking out, trying to get in trades, panicking, just going nuts. That is the gut punch right there. Now, most traders, in fact, I would argued that any trader that's coming out the other side to consistent profitability has faced this situation a time or two. But what do you do about it? That's the question. So what should you have known before you started risking capital is what I would say. Now, before answering this question directly, let's develop some background that will help you deal with the aftermath of taking a big loss. In that scenario above that I've just described, what just happened to the survival instincts of the brain, right? Now, remember, those survival instincts are far more powerful than your thinking brain. If the thinking brain gets in the way of the emotional brain, in the execution of our 
survival protocols, the emotional brain simply steamrolls the thinking brain. And you probably would know this situation as meltdown. So let's start right there. Your brain is built by your evolutionary psychology to control outcome at all costs. And it is the power to survive that is being thrown into question by taking a huge loss. Now, your brain does not know that money exists, obviously. However, to the brain, money exists as a symbolic representation of power, the power to survive in the moment. And by taking a large loss, the brain perceives that its very existence is being threatened. And as a result, you feel vulnerability and revert back to primitive survival strategies, which essentially is money equals power. Therefore, loss of money equals loss of power. Therefore, loss of power equals loss of life. So to the brain, taking a huge hit is equated to being attacked by that metaphorical saber-toothed tiger getting mauled, getting half-eaten, and left to die. Something the brain wants to avoid at the deepest level of your survival instincts. Now, this is the setup to your dilemma. Now, with that as a background, let's begin looking at how to handle that big loss. Now, generally, either lust for making a lot of money in the beginning of a trade, or fear of loss when the trade goes against you, is at the core of the problem that has to be solved, if you're going to learn from your loss. Now, traders often approach their day of trading with the assertion, and be honest, this is probably you at some point, with the assertion that they are going to make money today. How many times have you had that thought at the beginning of your trading session or day? Now, the problem with this declaration is that they have no control over whether or not they will make money or lose money on any given trade. So an assumption is buried in the declaration that you are going to make money today that sets you up for failure. That assumption is that you can control outcome. So the assumption exists deep in your mind that you can control outcome. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying to yourself, I'm going to make money today. That is the illusion of control that you fall into that sets you up to be eaten alive by that saber-toothed tiger. You live in the illusion that you can control the outcome and you bring that mindset to the performance of trading. You're looking to make money, which you cannot control, rather than focusing on the one thing you can control, which of course is the mind you bring into the moment of performance. It doesn't mean that you're going to make money with mind over matter. Don't misunderstand. But it does mean that if you have a true edge in your system, which says that over time you will extract more capital from the markets than you give back, winning is not the aim then. Performance is. I'll repeat that. Winning is not the aim. Performance, execution is the aim. Now, the other driving factor in a huge loss is a trader's iron-fisted desire to not lose, which he also cannot control. So as a trader, you know, and you start managing the trade after your order's been filled and the trade starts to go against you, it's his irrational will to win getting confronted by a trade going against him and then streaking towards his loss. So just imagine that you've got into a trade, you're starting to manage it, and the trade starts to go against you, and all of a sudden the market is flashing towards your stop loss. 
and remembering that taking a loss to your caveman brain is tantamount to being attacked and becoming someone else's meal. Now, taking the loss to the emotional brain means death. Always remember that. So the trader, now hijacked by the fear of loss or death, triggers to fight flight. It's become a fight to the death for your brain. And as a trader, you will do anything not to lose to your foe, right, at a deep emotional level. So more and more money gets thrown at the remote possibility that you might get out of this dilemma alive. At this point, you're not a trader anymore. You're a gambler. You're in panic mode. If only the trader's brain was prepared to take smart losses, right? We understand that rationally, but emotionally we haven't trained ourselves yet. So instead, his brain is poorly trained in the required emotional state management, which leads to that conflict. So let's talk about what I would call first aid for an acute stress event, which in this uh, discussion is a huge loss. So we must first start with breathing diaphragmatically. Now, what does breathing diaphragmatically uh, mean? It means pulling air into your abdomen, then to your chest, right? And holding that for a moment, then releasing slowly and continuing to breathe this way until you can feel the wave of emotion stabilized. Very important. Why are you doing this? You are regulating the intensity of the emotions that erupt around the loss of capital and the loss of your sense of power. If you do not regulate it, the emotions of loss will sweep you away into a much deeper tailspin. So diaphragmatic breathing is essential. And it's essential because it's associated with calm states of mind. So practicing this skill basically calm down the power of your emotional response to loss. Now, it does not cure the problem, but it calms down the emotional state, which gets you back in the game. And it can help you tolerate and manage better your emotional reaction to the loss. Now, secondly, acknowledge that you are in the first stage of grief, which we know is shock. Now, if you find yourself thinking or saying things like, I can't believe this, this can't have happened, why did I do that, or other forms of dis disbelief, you are in shock. And shock has to wear off before you can start working to stabilize yourself. So you must breathe through it until the shock, the disbelief subsides. This could take some time. And how you manage yourself in this first stage of grief will go a long way towards being able to successfully integrate the experience so you can move on from the catastrophic loss. Now, thirdly, after the shock wears off, you'll probably notice that you enter a stage of grief, the process of grief known as bargaining. If you find yourself having conversations with yourself that start with, if only, or figuring out how you can make things right, you are in the bargaining stage. And the aim of bargaining is denial of the concreteness of the loss. It is the acceptance of the loss that is being denied. From your primitive brain's survival perspective, the last thing it wants to do is accept loss. To your brain, that loss means the loss of power. And with that loss of power, again, you have just become some other critter's meal. And in fact, figuratively, you have just fed another trader who was on the other side of your position. So think of it like that. There's another trader waiting out there to eat you alive. And many people, traders included, get stuck in the denial of bargaining. 
It is much easier in the short term to project the responsibility of your problems onto others, including the trading gods. I mean, people spend lifetimes denying responsibility for their actions and traders are no different. Certainly the traders that fail are no different. The problem is that by not taking responsibility for the loss, you stay stuck in the bargaining stage and the denial of loss stage and you cut off the capacity to grow from the experience because you are not accepting it. That is key. So what do I mean by growing from this gift of disaster? So as reality starts to close in, many traders taking a huge loss find another way to not deal with the loss. So they get angry at trading and produce all sorts of arguments about trading actually being another form of gambling. Uh, They get angry at their teachers, their mentors, they get angry at themselves and they begin beating themselves up for not succeeding and for making the mistake of a lifetime. If you've experienced a huge loss yourself, does this sound familiar? You know, you start to blame yourself at some point and, you know, it's the biggest mistake of your lifetime rather than accepting the loss and learning from it. And anger as an emotion is a great short-term way of dealing with the grief of loss. So anger plays that role of dealing with the grief of loss. Anger makes you feel powerful in the short term. It's addictive in that sense. It appears to be a great antidote to the feeling of powerlessness that essentially comes after a catastrophic loss. The problem is that anger is only a short-term solution to a problem that is so deeply rooted in your belief systems about who you are as a person that gets exposed by loss that it's not going away. And that is what the trader is avoiding at all costs. Next comes sadness in the grief process. After the anger leaves, because of its toxicity, uh, and the chemistry of anger is indeed toxic to your body, right? We probably all know that. Sadness becomes the job of effective grieving. Uh, In the work of sadness, you fully acknowledge the loss and its impact on your life, and you let yourself grieve. You've probably experienced this. Most people do a good bit of crying during the work of sadness, essentially letting go. And this is the cleansing of the body and the mind for the death of the old self. And what is happening here, and certainly it's the opportunity, is you are basically building the foundation for an emerging self, right? One that has found the humility to see him or herself in the mirror and recognize that change is necessary. In the process of grieving loss, a greater sense of self-honesty is born. So let's talk for a minute or two about shame as a tool of radical change. Yes, you heard that right. And I have put this into a newsletter as well. So you've probably read this, but you've heard that right. This is the place where a new trading mind can be reconstructed from the ruins of the loss. And you find that trading is actually about self-mastery first, not making money or losing money. It is also the time to face what you have been avoiding, the experience of shame. So shame is an enormously misunderstood emotion, right? Most experience toxic shame, where your loss indicates that you are inadequate as a human being and you want to run from it, which is exactly how most people respond to a huge loss. Healthy shame is not like that. Healthy shame tells you that the current way the self, what you might think of as you, is organized is not working for the whole of the human being and you need to reorganize yourself into higher functioning. Then shame starts the process by disorganizing the self. 
that is that feeling of being lost and and mentally uh, unstable at that point. That is shame starting the process of disorganizing the self. That's that gut-wrenching feeling that you've been attempting to hide from, right? I hope that resonates, but it's actually the birth of the opportunity. So in the loss, you have no choice but to acknowledge its presence. Your resistance, so any trader, your resistance to self-examination led you to this pivotal moment, right? This is the moment that the huge loss reveals. Unfortunately, most know how to use old-fashioned skills that aren't applicable to trading, but very few know how to use shame as a tool to reshape the self. Yes, that is correct. Shame is an organizing emotion. It is a tool to reshape yourself, right? It's an organizing emotion sitting there ready to be used to build a far more effective trading mind. Now, it takes power, discipline, courage, self-compassion, and dare I say it, mentoring and coaching to let shame do the job of reorganizing the self into higher functioning. The work of reconstruction starts with reorganizing the difference between your incompetent performance, which resulted in a huge loss, and the value of your being. So it starts with separating, recognizing and separating the difference between your incompetent performance, which resulted in the loss, and the value of you as a human being. So your identity, your sense of self got wrapped up in winning in order to matter, and the huge loss pulled your self-worth down because of that false connection, right? Courageously using shame and it takes courage and support, this loss gives you the chance to reevaluate your sense of mattering, your sense of self-worth, and your sense of competence, and to separate performance from being. So the loss was never about you. It was only about your competency, which you can improve. And now you can build a self where, you know, whether you win or lose, you matter. Winning or losing has nothing to do with mattering. And you bring a very different performer to the management of risk and capital, right? When that trade and the market starts streaking towards your stop, you bring a different self to that situation. Not one who is running from it, but one who is aware of the self under pressure. We don't want you to be proving yourself in that moment. Instead, you bring a mind focusing on performance in the moment, right? That is it. This is where you can learn from a bad loss. This is where the opportunity exists, and that mind can be built. The question, as always, is, and you must ask yourself this, do you want to learn how? So now is the time to begin traveling down your own path to self-mastery in trading. So I invite you to come and learn. Go to my website, you know, mindsetfitmethod.com. Enjoy all the learning materials there. Subscribe to the Advanced Trading Mindset Strategies newsletter. Jump in there, learn, figure this stuff out. I will help you. Make a move in the right direction. Take action right now. I will see you on the next Trading Psychology and Mindset podcast. Thanks for listening.